Thank you for joining Sumter Chapel's weekly podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and speaks life to your spirit. As always, we pray that this podcast will further God's kingdom by seeing one more made new. Now, let's get started with today's message. Good morning. We're glad you are here, certainly, on this Fall Festival Sunday. As you can tell, we're doing things a little different this morning with a fall festival on this Sunday morning. And it's a, it's a gathering of God's people. Nonetheless, it's the same purpose that we gather for any Sunday, to come together and to honor God and honor relationships with one another. As we gather together, we're just doing it in a little different way. And these celebrations of God's people uh, have been around for a long time. For some reason, the, the Christian church struggles with disting its, distancing itself from the Jewish traditions of our faith, the, the Jewish people of God that we come out of. And, you know, God established three major festivals, three rhythms to the calendar year in his Old Testament people. And we, in the New Testament people, celebrate typically two of them in the spring. Uh, they line up with Easter and Pentecost. But then in the fall, we've struggled to continue this third festival. Uh, it's a fall festival. We, we do fall festivals, but we've really centered them around Halloween and that sort of a culture more than anything. And, and God's fall festival, the one he establishes in the Old Testament, is called Sukkot. And it's around this imagery of tenting, of this like setting up tents in the wilderness. Uh, that was the imagery of it, that the people of God went through this wilderness time and had to, to set up these tents and rely on God for, for, for provision. But it also had the imagery at the end of their harvest season of being about his abundance and his blessing. So not only just his provision, but his abundance and his blessing. And so this fall festival today uh, will continue that tradition for us. Because if you didn't know, uh, candy and cake and all of the different things you might get this morning are not essentials to your diet. If you didn't know that, they are completely abundant, a blessing type thing. They, they are completely free just your enjoyment. And, and so that's what this opportunity is for us today, that we get to celebrate and, and have a festival together, a festival of God's people to enjoy uh, being with one another and enjoy the blessings of God and abundance of God. But this morning, as we continue our series from last week, real quick, uh, we're in this series called You're Made for This. You're Made for This. And, and we're using four statements, F-O-R, four statements, to declare what God's Word says we're made for coming out of the Gospel of John. And last week it was for deep connection, that we're made for deep connection with God and with one another. And this week it's for diverse unity, for diverse unity, that, that you and me and we all are made for this. this is, God created us this way. It was an intention before the mess of sin got a hold of humanity and created the hatred and the division that we see and he wants to remake us this way. God wants to bring about a, a people that display for the world a diverse unity centered around his love and devotion to him. And this is actually Jesus' prayer for us. If you've been reading along in the Gospel of John with us, if you, if you haven't been, we have bookmarks where you can read along with us through this series and through this Gospel. And this week it was John 17 that we've been reading. And and it's Jesus's, sometimes the language is called Jesus's priestly prayer, but that just means his prayer on our behalf. Jesus's prayer on our, our behalf to God. 
and he prays for his disciples that are with him at that moment, but then he also prays for us. This is Jesus' prayer in John 17 for you and for me. And if you didn't read it this week or you didn't know we were reading and so you're just now learning of that today, read it. Go ahead and read it today when you're around the house or you're hanging out. Pull it up on your phone or get your Bible out and, and, and read John 17, Jesus' prayer for the world and specifically for us, for you and me. And here in John 17 in verses 20 through 21, it'll be on the screen if you don't have it where you can pull it up in front of you. Just read along. This is Jesus' prayer for us. This is what it says. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. That's us, all who ever believe. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. Let's pray. Father, may you unite us with you and unite us together so that this world would believe in your love, so that this world would see this beautiful design that the Creator God set before us as humanity to be diverse and yet unified, to center around our, our image together as we find it in our Creator, that we were meant to be unified together in relationship displaying for the world your love and we pray this in the name of jesus amen reflect upon it today that that we you and i were made for and we're being remade for as god saves us and brings us out of the mess of this world and begins to re reteach us transform us show us again how life was meant to be lived we were made to live it out in diverse unity across across creed across skin color across culture across ethnicity across socioeconomic class across age group age range whatever we we were meant to be this diverse this different we have differences and yet we're unified, this unified people of God. These people that have been called out from the ways of this world, called out from the divisiveness and the hatred and the name-calling that we see all around us and called into this loving relationship with our Creator God and this lo these loving relationships with, our, with what become our family of faith, our brothers and sisters in Christ the people of God. There, maybe this is new to you. Maybe this would be a new journey for you to walk into that, that you've never placed faith in God or in Jesus Christ, that you've never had a relationship with this loving God, that all you've ever known of God are the negative images of God that the culture has given you or even the church, unfortunately, has given you, and that you haven't seen that this God wants to be in relationship with you, and then he wants to bring you into relationships with others that are deep, that are meaningful, that cross boundaries, that aren't what this world would think. Right? This world is very tribalistic in its thinking. We have these, this tribalistic mindset that if you look like me, you dress like me, whatever, we create all these categories 
you, you cheer for the same football team as me. <laughs> All of a sudden, that unites us, but that's not what God intended. He intended our unity to be much deeper, to be, to be found in Him and in this sacrificial love that He perpetuates through us. That's, that's God's intention for us. That's what we were made for. That's what He wants to remake us into. And so as we think about this opportunity to have this fall festival together, to unite together for the fun and the enjoyment of God's blessing and abundance and provision in our lives, it's an opportunity for us to practice this. I encourage you, get to know someone who you don't know. As, as you see people around that you don't know, that you haven't gotten to know yet, get to know them. Just get to know them a little bit. Begin that relationship, that friendship with them. Whether, they're, whether you perceive them to be the same as you or different from you, it's all perception, really. As, as you begin to break that down, that perception down, because you get to know them and realize that you've got a lot in common with them, even if you thought they were different, I think what you'll see is that God's love will be at work in your life, not only unifying you to him more, but unifying you to others more. In our day, in the divisiveness of our day, and in the divisiveness of our culture that divides us by everything, I mean, we're going to see it even heightened coming up over the next year with all the political stuff, right? All the political mess that we're going to see. In the midst of all of that, God has a desire and an ability to work out his plan through his people who will devote ourselves to him, who will lay down our own need to be right, our own need for personal preference, our own need to, to be the one in power or authority, but instead serve others and sacrifice ourselves for others and show true strength through how we do that. It's real strength when you can uh, take the rightful authority that you have or rightful power that you have or whatever and lay it down. That's true strength. And so as much fun as we're going to have today, and we're going to have a lot of fun, it's also a serious thing for us to pursue this diverse unity that God has made us for. And we haven't realized yet, it's, it's a yet realized dream. Even for us, as we're, as we're seeking it as a local expression of God's people, we, we're not as diverse as we can be. We're not as displaying for the world as much difference as we could be, as much unified difference as we could be. And we're going to continue to strive for that. We're going to continue to run hard after God's very own vision for his people and Jesus' very own prayer for us, that we would be a diverse unity. We would be an expression of God's people that display for the world his love, why he came to bring all things back together. So that's our prayer. That's our desire. And hopefully it's going to be a part of what we display this morning.